Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 7th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jaren Levine, title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0. Of course, I send you to Anna Jaren Levine if you have any kind of injury from an accident. The best injury attorneys out there. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you're dealing with a personal injury from an accident, you need to go somewhere that you're going to be taken care of like your family. And that's exactly the atmosphere when you walk into the offices there at Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys. Mark Anna Jarn. 
Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they've made it so that you're comfortable, you focus on your health, and they take care of getting you the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733, and it continues. If you didn't already know that South Florida is the center of the sports universe, that South Florida is the best sports town, now you know, starting tonight, the night we've all been waiting for. We have four straight nights of championship games being played in our city. Tonight, it's your Miami Heat game three of the NBA Finals. Tomorrow, it's the Florida Panthers game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. Friday, game four, downtown Miami, NBA Finals. Saturday, Game four, Stanley Cup Finals in Sunrise. A stretch of sports in our backyard like we've never had before. And like I said, if you didn't know that this is the center of the sports universe, now you know because it certainly appears while the club has not confirmed it, while the man himself has not confirmed it, it certainly appears as the major news outlets are all reporting it. Lionel Messi has chosen Inter-Miami. Lionel Messi, the greatest soccer player in the world, maybe the greatest soccer player ever, has, he has shunned Saudi Arabia. The PGA wants all that blow money. Messi, he's shunned Saudi Arabia. He's not signing with Barca. Inter-Miami. That's right. Last place, MLS interim head coach, Inter, doesn't even play in Miami. Inter-Miami. That Inter-Miami. You, do you guys know, you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. I don't know if you know that. And of course, if you're a regular listener of Zaslow Show 2.0, you know my wife was very angry at me that I did not give up my Inter-Miami season tickets going into this year. This was the plan all along. Look at you now. Look who has the season tickets now with Messi. So that obviously is paying off in a major way. And, and that is true, by the way. That is totally true. I don't think I've ever actually said that. It's totally true. I'm pretty sure I made the joke off the cuff remark to my wife one time. When Messi winds up signing with Inter Miami, you're all going to be thanking me. My wife's family's Argentinian. We're a messy household. And whoo boy, are we going to be able to sell those tickets. That's right. So, that that is the big news of the day to start with. All signs are pointing to Inter-Miami landing the greatest soccer superstar in the world. Now, yes, he is in the last few years of his career, but he just won the World Cup. He is still very much a phenomenal player. This is not coming here just to retire. This is a guy who's got a lot of really good soccer left. So, just a monster, monster day Inter-Miami, a miserable franchise. Just so... The the latest saga on the whole Inter-Miami scam is they don't have parking anymore. There's a massive parking situation going on there in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know what the hell's going to happen with games now as far as the parking goes. That team is a disaster from top to bottom. But somehow, I don't know if it's the Moss family. I don't know if it's Beckham. Somehow, and yes, of course, MLS. Look, I don't know the details. The details that are out there right now are super sketch. But 
you got to give the Moss family and David Beckham, they've been a disaster of an ownership group, and you got to give them credit. Somehow they have landed the greatest soccer superstar in the world. It's unbelievable. And yes, so as the story goes, I was supposed to give up my Inter-Miami season tickets going into this year. I told my wife I was giving them up. I just haven't been able to go enough. And, and this year, I've, I've been to one game. They've had like 10 home games. I've been to one. And now, I've wanted to go to more games. I can go to more games now because I, I don't work nights anymore. I got my own schedule here. Which, by the way, the podcast dropping a little bit later today than normal. This morning, I had my younger son. You know, I'm living a bachelor lifestyle this week. My wife and my older son are out of town. School trip. So, I'm living the bachelor life. No, I did not sleep in today. My younger son, Jordan, had his fifth grade graduation ceremony. So, I was at that this morning. That was really nice. Uh, It took forever. uh, Two hours long. You got to call hundreds of kids up to the stage. Uh, A whole big to-do. So, anyway... That's really cool, but that's why that's why we're off to a little bit of a later start with the podcast today. A, a lot of you, though, may not even notice, all right? That's the great thing about the show now, about Zaslow Show 2.0, right? You all listen to the show whenever you listen to the show. Everyone's got their routine. Everyone has when they're going to listen to the show, right? So a lot of you guys, as my dogs are barking, a lot of you guys probably don't even notice that the show is going to drop a little bit, a tad later than it normally does. That's okay. Anyway, so like I was saying, my wife was mad because I was supposed to give up the Inter-Miami tickets. I don't go enough. And I haven't been able to go this year either because, not because I'm choosing not to go, but the Heat and the Panthers, it's June 7th and they're still playing. They're playing every night. So... I'm not missing Heat playoff games, Panther playoff games to go watch disaster last place Inter-Miami. I can't do it. They're lucky if they get the small TV status in the Zaslow Mansion family room. So I haven't been going to any games. Look, in a couple weeks, the Heat and Panthers will be done. There'll be, you know, championship parades, that whole deal. And then I'll start going to Inter-Miami games. I totally plan on it. But anyway, I was supposed to give up these tickets. And eventually, and, and I never did. I never did for two, I, I like... I, like, I knew what I was doing. I, I wasn't exactly completely truthful with my wife. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving up, I'm giving up. When, like, I was never giving them up because I was kind of hoping that, yeah, they're, like, that these messy rumors, as crazy as it is, what if it winds up happening? I want to have the tickets. And look at you now. I got the tickets. Because I'm an inaugural, I'm an inaugural scene ticket holder. So anyway, so I eventually told my wife, like, I, I got to, I screwed up. And I didn't really screw up. It was kind of always my plan. But like, I screwed up. I didn't cancel one time. So like, I still got the tickets. And she was pissed. Not going to be as pissed anymore. She loves Messi. And now, <laughs> we're like, we're actually going to get to see him play live and in person? Wild. Best sports town. Center of the sports universe. We got everything. And, and like, if you just want to know... If you just want to know the effect. And like I said, the details right there, right now, are are super sketch. Is he going to play for them this summer? I'm not even sure. It may be next year. Is he going to be loaned out right now initially to Barca? Like, is that a way to circumvent salary cap stuff? I don't know. Like I said, super sketch. But he's not taking the blood money from the Saudis, okay? That's what's most important. It 
They the club has not announced it as of this as of this taping right now. Now, hey, you're listening to Zaslo Show 2.0 today. In the future, you may have information that I don't. You may be saying Zaslo, they just announced it. Well, you're in the future. All right, you know things I don't know yet. You're very privileged in that fashion. I don't have the same privilege. This is the morning here. So anyway, like I said, the details are super sketch. When's he going to wind up playing for them? I don't know. I'm very excited, though, for what those ticket prices are going to look like so I can put my tickets on the open market. Now, look, I'm going to go to games, but you better believe I'm going to sell some. That's for sure. So anyway, to show you the effect that Messi has, my my older son, Corey, who is obviously a big-time soccer player, plays for Weston Select 2009 U15 boys. He's the starting goalie and really good team. So he's, yeah, he is, uh, yeah, he's a serious soccer player, all right? So he certainly enjoys soccer. He enjoys watching soccer. But here's the thing. He sent me a message. He doesn't like going to the games because the team stinks. He doesn't care to go to the games. And I told him this morning, I sent him a text message that they, that, that, Inter Miami's getting Bessie. And he's, he, he texted me, he goes, definitely going to games now. Now, he also added, just hope he doesn't get loaned to Barcelona, which he probably will be, but like my old son, definitely going to games now. My younger one, who doesn't care about Inter Miami at all, he's not a soccer fan. He likes hockey, he likes basketball. He's not a soccer fan. He's so excited about Messi. Now he wants to go to all the games. That's just upon hearing the news this morning, the effect that it's had on kids. And that's, you know, that could potentially be a generation of fans that you have now for Inter Miami because of Messi. So it's not like, oh, you know, he's coming down here where, you know, players are coming to die, players are coming to retire. There's a much bigger picture. You are going to get fans, most likely kids, who are going to gravitate toward the team now. I'm seeing it in my house today, who are going to gravitate toward the team now because they have Lionel Messi. Best sports, I mean, oh my God. Four straight nights of championship games being played here, and we get Messi. Best sports town, you know what I'm talking about. So you know what else is really good? So you guys know, Zaslow Show 2.0. Oh, by the way, our pal, the heat tonight, so important, I'm so pumped. Our pal Israel Gutierrez, we're going to sit down with him today. He's going to join us. We're going to preview the game tonight. We got a lot to talk about as far as the Heat go. It looks like Tyler Hero, of course, is out tonight. But we got a lot happening here. Yesterday was media day. We got a little bit of NBA news and nuggets for you. But we'll get Israel on the show with us here. We'll talk a lot of Heat basketball with him. We didn't have a lot going on last night. But we do have good stuff going on with Zaslow Show 2.0. So, we started the show very end of October, I think it was. So... Been doing the show now for about eight months, right? Show's growing. It the last month and a half really has been enormous. Has a lot to do with. Uh, I'd like to think that more people are learning about the show. More of my listeners of the last twenty years are learning about the show. You'd be surprised. I got a message a couple days ago from from Mark on on Facebook. Just found the show. He's a huge fan. But think about that. I've been doing this for eight months now. How did you not find the show until now? Well, there's so many people like that. So there's a lot of people who are finding the show that didn't know about it, so it's growing. Uh, my appearances on Levitard's show helped tremendously. And the success of our sports teams is always going to be a, a major, major boost for the show. And so the last month and a half really has 
really going in the right direction. And I'm super thankful to the sponsors, super thankful to to all of you listeners. It goes round and round. You support the sponsors who support the show, and that's how we keep this thing going round and round. It's always going to be free as long as we're doing the show. I'm never going to charge you guys. But the way to keep it going is you support the sponsors who support the show. That's how it works. So anyway, speaking of which, the show is growing. We have a new sponsor on the show. We are going to welcome aboard. And that, everybody... Let's give it up. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right, everybody. Give it up for North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. We have a car dealership now on the show. That's right. Super pumped to have North Fort Lauderdale Subaru on the show. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go. I'm sending you to the only car dealership that I personally endorse. That's North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. You walk in the showroom doors at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you let a member of their friendly sales team help you navigate right through. You're sending you right in the right direction. Whatever kind of car you're looking for, how big your family is, whatever you're looking at. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models in the market, including you got the Outback, you got the Crosscheck, the Forester, the Ascent, WRX, so much more. Whether you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the family, a reliable Subaru sedan for just your daily commute, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. You'll always get more at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, guaranteed most money for your trade, and lifetime warranty included on all North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicles. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road, the building you know, and the place to go, nflsubaru.com. So proud to have North Fort Lauderdale Subaru on the show. Again, nflsubaru.com. So, we went through the messy stuff. It's such big news. We're the center of the sports universe. Everybody knows that. I'm super, I'm so excited about tonight. I can't stop thinking about tonight. Like, since the finish to game two. And I know all you guys feel the same way, right? Can't stop thinking about it. Tonight is going to be really special. Now, I'm not going tonight. I'm, I'm trying to go on Friday. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my coffee. I'm trying I'm trying to go Friday game four. And also, if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up at Zaslow Show on Instagram at Zaslow J, of course, where I'm an influencer. And if I go on Friday to game four, I hate the traffic situation driving down there. This is the first year I've ever had to deal with it. Because for 13 years I've been on the broadcast and I get to the arena super early. I, I like I can't handle the driving situation. It's an abomination. And the parking situation is so bad. So if I go on Friday, hit me up with, 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 with some thoughts here. I think I want to try Brightline if I go on Friday. And you know what? I think I would take it out of Aventura. I know Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, I could do either one. I'm kind of in between. I feel like the Aventura one would be a little bit less, uh, uh, less packed as far you know, uh, than the Fort Lauderdale one. And I've looked into it, and obviously, the Brightline is super affordable, but they know what's going on. When you're taking it on the times to go to the Heat game, and on the way home from the Heat game, the price are way jacked up. That's okay, it is what it is. 
But to get there from Aventura, and granted, I got to drive to Aventura. Okay, no big deal. It's a straight shot from where I am. The, 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 the bright line from Aventura, 17 minutes. And even the one from Fort Lauderdale, 28 minutes. That's a pleasure. I just, I don't want to have to deal with the parking. I don't want to deal with the traffic. I think my main concern is when I get off the bright line, like I know how far it is to the arena because I've driven past the bright line, but like, is it far? Is it a far walk? So that's really what I want to know. When, when you get there, when you get to Miami, is it just a pain in the ass walking from the bright line to the arena? Like, I know how far it is. It feels like it's maybe half a mile. Could that be right? It's not that bad. But, like, I want someone who's done it before. Is it a pain in the ass or is it totally a good thing to do the bright line? So I think I'm going to do the bright line. Anyway, I'd like to hear some thoughts if you guys want to give me some feedback there. I'm trying to go to game four on Friday. I mean, can the Heat be up 2-1? I think the Heat are going to win tonight. I do. I think we're going to win both games here. I I think we are so in this series. I'm so excited tonight. I think it's going to be an all-time great crowd. We have not hosted a championship game in nine years. And now we got four straight days, including the Panthers. This is going to be... and, And, you know... There's got to be people who are going to all of it, right? Oh, my God. If you're going to all four, you're such a good fan, and you have, you have so much money. I'm so jealous. There's got to be people going to all four. It's going to be the greatest four nights of your sports fandom life. But I, I just, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more jacked up for tonight. I'm so excited. I'm ready to go in the Zaslow Mansion family room tonight. Actually, this afternoon, I'm taking my son and his friends. We're going to see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which everyone says is the greatest movie. And normally, you know, I normally see the superhero movies like before they come out, like the day before the premiere. It's been out since Thursday last week. I haven't seen it yet. We're going this afternoon. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to see that come right home, ready for the start of the Heat game, game three. Super, super excited. By the way, let me tell you about Sheets and Giggles real quick here because... I already told you guys, I don't know if I can give out all the details, but it's totally happening, okay? Uh, we're we're going to do like a, like a pre-party kind of deal, courtesy of my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. We're going to do like a pre-party kind of deal, Saturday afternoon, leading up to the game, by the arena. I, I, I think at the quarter deck, right by FLA Live Arena. I'll, I'll check with Colin, I'll give you more details tomorrow, as long as I can give everything out. I don't want to give all the details right now, but we are going to do a get-together Saturday afternoon. I, th- I think, you know, Chris Cody from the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, I think is going to be there because they're a great sponsor on that show as well. Maybe you, you, maybe your guy Roy from the Dan Levitard Show will be there. I'll give you all the details, but it looks like we're all going to get together courtesy of Sheets and Giggles before Game 4 on Saturday night. I am going to Game 4 with my man Colin, and that, of course, is courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. Love having Sheets and Giggles on the show. I love sleeping at Sheets and Giggles. The Zaslow family are four of over 100,000 Americans who sleep on Sheets and Giggles because they're naturally softer, cooler, and more breathable than any of the other sheets you've been using. You're never going to go back to what you've been using. You're always going to shop at SheetsGiggles.com. And plus, not only is it so comfortable, not only does your boy Colin love the South Florida sports teams, but he also cares about the environment. We're talking 30% less energy used than cotton sheets, Absolutely zero pesticides, no incesticides used, and like I told you, just 
super soft and breathable and cool. They're my favorite sheets ever. We're only shopping Sheets and Giggles for now on. SheetsGiggles.com. All right. So, super pumped about tonight. Super pumped about Messi. Super pumped to have a new sponsor on the show, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, as the show continues to grow. I didn't get to this story yesterday, so I might as well do a little bit of it today because it helped fill the news cycle yesterday, right? As far as the NBA goes, because it was it, you had the day in between the extra day because the travel day. And for a guy who hates the media, and for a guy who doesn't want anyone to talk about him, he, he's just a liar. Kyrie Irving apparently has reached out to LeBron James to come to Dallas. Why is that the case? Well, because Kyrie, through back channels, has clearly learned L.A. doesn't want him. L.A.'s not interested in paying him, and they may not even want him, period. Kyrie's going to go wherever the money is. He's going to sign wherever the money is, and that's going to wind up being Dallas because that's a poorly run franchise, and they're going to offer him the most money possible. Kyrie is always only about the money. If he really wanted to go play in L.A. and didn't care about the money, he would have opted out of his contract last year and signed with the Lakers. He could have done that, but no, he didn't want to opt out of the money. And now he has learned that L.A. doesn't want him. So what happens? He reaches out to LeBron to come to Dallas. This is the Kyrie grift. That's what this is. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room when the fact is, in actuality, he's an imbecile and everyone sees it. Everyone knows it. He's pulling this move for two reasons. Number one, LA's not an option anymore. They don't want him. They're not going to give him his money. And number two, he has his people leak this information. How does this get out? He has his people leak the information so that he could go back to Dallas and say, hey, I'm in LeBron's ear. I can get him to come here. Give me my money. This is to try and convince Dallas to give him the money and the years that he wants because he's in LeBron's ear. He can convince LeBron to come to Dallas. This is the Kyrie grift. And Dallas may fall for it because that's a poorly run franchise. But is there a bigger narcissist in sports than Kyrie Irving. LeBron, possibly the greatest player ever, LeBron should be the one to pick up and leave his family. Or, see, it's not even like pick up his family and move. He should leave his family because his son, Bronny, just committed to USC. Now he's, he's not going to want to be there and go to games. His family's going to, the mother's going to stay there to support him. So LeBron should pick up and leave his family and go play with Kyrie in Dallas. Not the other way around. LeBron should be the one to go to Dallas. <laughs> where, which, where you know Kyrie cannot be trusted. I mean, KD left Golden State to go play with Kyrie in Brooklyn where he learned Kyrie cannot be trusted. And then Kyrie goes AWOL, skips games, doesn't want to play, and then asks out for a trade. Can't be trusted. LeBron's going to up and leave for that guy? 
Can you imagine LeBron picking up and leaving LA to hitch his wagon to Kyrie Irving? There is not a bigger narcissist in sports than that guy. Just an imbecile. And just trying to accomplish two things. Number one, trying to make it look like it's his choice to stay in Dallas when the fact of the matter is LA doesn't want him. And trying to put it out there, let Dallas know he's in LeBron's ear. So give him all my money, I'll be able to get you LeBron. It's a grift. He's a con man, Kyrie Irving. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware. So I had to, I, I, you know, I, I was going to get to it yesterday, but I was too all over the Panthers, of course. Which, by the way, we needed that night off last night from the Panthers, right? Let's all regroup. Let's recuperate. Let's recover. Let's be ready to go tomorrow night. But this Kyrie Irving, I mean, just an imbecile. I would talk a bunch about the PGA Tour and the Live Golf. I'm not, I'm not as educated about the whole situation as I probably should be. I don't want to talk. I don't like talking about things I don't really know about. I mean, I know it looks really bad. I know all the PGA Tour players are super angry, especially ones who turned down the blood money to stay loyal to PGA, and now it's still funded by blood money. They're just not getting it directly. So that sucks for those guys. The The commissioner is going to wind up having to resign. Like, I've seen the old clips, and now the clips from yesterday, and just, he, he's a massive hypocrite. He looks so bad. He's going to wind up having to resign. So... I don't know. You know what? Maybe we'll get my guy, Jonathan Coachman. He does all the PGA work now, golf channel, like CBS Sports. Maybe we'll get Coach on later this week. He'll be able... I need someone to tell it to me like I'm a five-year-old, you know? So maybe we'll get Coach on later this week, and we'll talk to him about this. All right. You don't need to be a five-year-old to understand that if you have a water leak in your home, you need to get it taken care of immediately. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida 
954-900-8635 for immediate assistance. My boys, the Greensteins, they're super pumped about the heat tonight. They're super pumped about the Panthers tomorrow. And they're super pumped to make sure that you don't get mold, fire damage, any kind of damage due to water leaks in your home. And that's why with over 60 years of combined experience, Water Cleanup of Florida, they are prepared to handle any type of leak detection. After the leak is located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida cleans, dries, and fully restores all of the damaged areas. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. That's right. Water Cleanup of Florida serves all of Miami-Dade, all of Broward, all Palm Beach County. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida any time of day, 954-900-8635, or go to WCUFL.com. Check more than 85-star reviews on Google if you don't believe me. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are always brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Pick up yourself a fresh six-pack of Johnny Cuba at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Emas. If you haven't tried Johnny Cuba yet, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. Refreshing German lager in a can. That's how you want to enjoy game three tonight. We'll always drink responsibly, and that's what you could do in the comfort of your home. You enjoy a, a Johnny Cuba on your right hand, and you're doing fist pumps with your left hand after uh, Jimmy Butler leads the heat to a win tonight. Don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, ESPN's Israel Gutierrez, as we're getting ready for game three tonight. Uh, what, what has been, you know, one of the things that I love about the NBA playoffs, Israel, from game to game, the overreactions from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. What's some of the wildest stuff that you've heard so far through these first two games? Because I like the disrespect. I want everybody to doubt the heat, but you got to be kidding me with the angle of the Nuggets played so terrible and only lost by three. Get the hell out of here with that. No, I mean, it's it's crazy to, to not give a team credit. Like, it's as if playing, you know, an offensive heavy team, right? A, a team that does uh, great numbers offensively and it's super efficient and, you know, seems unstoppable at times. Like, yes, the deeper you get into the playoffs, the harder it is supposed to be for those teams to execute. And the Heat defense was especially good. And I just don't think that maybe they're making the connection because, like, oh, Kevin Love was on the floor. Duncan Robinson was on the floor. How can the defense be that good? But it just was because other guys, partially because um, it doesn't seem like Michael Malone and the Nuggets are making the Heat pay for having those guys on the floor. It's like, uh, you know, they made them pay for the switches early in game one and dominated, you know, little Gabe Vincent in the paint uh, early on in that game. But uh, in this one, it was you know, they try to run their regular stuff and didn't really take advantage of Duncan being out there, didn't take advantage of Kevin Love being out there when he was. And so um, it's just one of those things where it's like, maybe they don't know how the Heat are winning. And so they just need to talk about one team or the other, but uh, what the, uh, whether the the Nuggets are doing well or doing poorly. But um, yeah, it just doesn't really give the team that played really good defense enough credit. I mean, even the stuff that Jokic did make, you're just like, man, those are tough shots. And so you got to tell yourself, hey, that's the reason he's the MVP. This should be 
uh, if you're the heat, the toughest uh, test we face so far and they're doing it. And so they just, ha- ha- you know, managed to get one with playing just harder than the Nuggets were. And the Nuggets, like how terrible could the Nuggets have been playing when they were ahead by eight going into the fourth quarter? Like if that's the case, we're playing so bad, we're, we're, but, but we're only up and we're still up by eight points. Like the Heat aren't the Hornets. They're not the Rockets. They're not right. the Pistons. You know, like you were up by eight. You weren't playing that bad. And the Heat took it from you in the fourth yeah. quarter. Like that was not a game that was stolen. The Heat took that shit in game two. Yeah, I mean, let's let's not like play the Celtics game of winning quarters, which is essentially what you're doing there. It's like because uh, they, they lost that eight point lead pretty quick. And, um, you know, I, I think part of what the Heat need to do is constantly score against that team. And as long as, you know, they're doing it at an efficient rate, which they were throughout that game, um, you knew the defense was going to come through just enough. And yeah, so I, I would say, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, just as far as how, po- you're just saying just how, as far as how poorly, you know, it was perceived that the Nuggets were playing. Yeah, I would say that, you know, for a team that, in the Miami Heat, they've done this a ton of times in the playoffs, overcome double-figure deficits also in yep. the fourth quarter. So an yep. eight-point lead going into the fourth quarter, if you're a well-coached team, if you're a well-prepared team, you should know that means nothing. Uh, and it doesn't matter where you're playing. And so if you have to convince that team at this point that you are, you know, you need the effort, uh, need more effort, then, then they're not ready for the moment. And I think... This is part of what I was saying, you know, going into this series is the Nuggets haven't really faced any adversity yet in these playoffs. And, you know, you hear every championship team. I think Chris Bosh says it all the time. uh, Every year, a championship team comes across a time where they think everything's going wrong. It's not going to work out for them. And the Nuggets haven't experienced that. They've been in first place since December. They've been coasting through these playoffs. Now they have to face what they need to do to get past this last stretch and maybe that was enough of a wake-up call for them maybe they're going to need to actually be behind in the series to do it maybe they're not capable of doing it because you know michael porter jr makes defensive decisions based on whether his shots are going again so i i think i think we're going to see what happens there but um yeah i think it's it's a lot of credit to miami israel that closeout by michael porter on the gabe vincent three early in the fourth quarter is such a bad look that was, there was you a know lot the of miscommunication. Right? I do, I do. There's a lot of miscommunication. Period. I think with the Nuggets uh, throughout that game, um, in how they were playing pick and rolls. There was one where I think Gabe just was wide open in, in, from 15 feet because Jamal Murray was switching, and the other I forget the other player maybe it was KCP was not. Um, and and then he just they both left Gabe and, and left a wide open player, uh, you know, a wide open shooter with a 15 foot jumper. Um, it just didn't seem like again they were prepared for the moment, and it wasn't as if that just showed up in the third and fourth quarters. Like it showed up in the first quarter, and it's one of those situations where all right, I kind of expect my coach in the finals to not just tell me after the game that there was a consistent uh, lack of effort throughout. If it was evident in the first quarter, it shouldn't have been also evident in the fourth quarter. And I think, um, again, I don't know if that speaks to the coach-player relationship or to maybe the players just feeling a little overconfident because of where they were um, throughout the playoffs and through seven quarters in this uh, finals, but it's just not a great sign. And it just kind of goes to show you 
how admirable it is that the Heat, you know, save for maybe a game in Boston where they just kind of said, yeah, we didn't really play like ourselves, um, that they've been on it pretty much every game. What did you make of the whole to-do with uh, Eric Spolster's response to Ramona Shelburne? Uh, <laughs> like the Denver radio, and they're, look, Denver radio is looking to get mad at anybody. You know, they right. think Coach Spolster is the biggest asshole in the world now yeah. for, for what he said to Ramona Shelburne. Uh, and, and to me, like two things. Number one, I don't think his response there was directed at her whatsoever. I think it was directed in general. And number two, it like I don't know where it came from, but it was a really uncharacteristic moment from him who is such a nice and good dude. What did you make about all that? Well, I, I mean, I'll start there. Like, I do think Spoh's a super nice guy. He's also had his moments on the podium. Like, he can be a savage out there. And, like, I actually write a story on ESPN.com. I don't know when the heck it's running. Uh, but, like, he's had his moments. Like, he drops a subtle, um, uh, oh, is it the, the term? Uh, oh, I don't even know how to answer that. Like, he's he said that a few times, and that's like a gut punch to people. <laughs> you know, he said the other day when they were talking about the undrafted players that that's, an, you know, uh insulting or or, or I don't think it's uh, and then, you know that storyline's like, over truth. I don't think it's no insulting. well I mean it's the thing like you got to think about it from his perspective like he is one of them like he is an unheralded guy that the organization stuck through stuck with through some tough times and are benefiting from all of that work and his improvement and that's what everybody on this team has been hey they've been they've stuck with them uh did the work and have benefited from the work at every step of the way then like even even Duncan Robinson, he didn't just stop when he was a 45% shooter. Obviously, it sort of it all came crashing down on him, and he got better and better. And now look at him. He's able to perform at a higher level than before. And so that's what Spo is. Like, Spo wasn't a perfectly shaped coach when he was winning championships. He still had some growth to do then. He's, you know, still probably finding little things he can do, uh, improve upon now. But, like, that's when he means that storyline is over, he means, like, look, that was that was cute when they were just starting up. But you guys haven't been around this whole time. So don't just make it that's what they are now. By now, they are rotation players on a championship team who have been there, done that with that story. They don't want to talk about it all the time over and over again. So uh, Spoh's going to sort of step on that for them. And, you know, so in those moments, he has had, you know, uh, a protective uh, sort of relationship, right, um, with the media, uh, meaning protecting his players. But Let's go look at some old Greg Popovich footage. Let's go look at some old Larry Brown. Like, let's not get on Spo as if he's being this all-time jerk because he's responding to a question that Ramon is asking that, as he sees it, insults the competition, right? So he's not going to let that even get out there. Like, oh, that we just kind of pushed him this way and all of a sudden we can control the MVP like that's crazy talk and so he was ready for that regardless of who would have asked the question he knew maybe unlike the Nuggets players who didn't recognize that he'd come back from deficits in the fourth quarter all the time he knew that Jokic has those numbers when scoring a ton in the playoffs and the, and the win-loss record so he knew that question was coming and he was prepared to answer it that way regardless of who asked so I, I think it's it's funny that that happened uh, and that it's being received that way, that he's the big, bad bully now, which is like so not who Spo is, especially in speaking of like, you know, you just got here. Um, Like the way like go back and think about Spo when he was in his third year with the big three. And it's like you think he's like acting this like 
big bad bully guy then like that's going to work for him no like he was a humble worker the same way he is now it's just that now he's experienced so much that he can tell people yeah no that's wrong and i'm confident enough to say this boldly because it gets across what my guys do not what their weaknesses are when duncan robinson is mean mugging late in the fourth or mid fourth quarter of game two is he mean mugging for the the enormity of the moment and how he's performing or is he mean mugging secretly at the miami heat coaching staff for not playing him all year um i think he's just releasing all the joy of all the hard work that he did to get to that because like it you know if it was if the desk you know if he was happy with earning you know that whatever it was 100 million dollar contract and having that one spectacular year like he never would have gotten to this point and so he is as spo talks like when 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 these guys when spo talks about these guys in public and about how competitive they are and how they're always that competitive in practice like nobody's going to withstand that and 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 either not be better or they just wouldn't be around, right? So, like, Duncan withstood all of that, meaning he is that level of competitor. And if he had a down cycle or a cycle where he was questioning himself, that he sort of worked his way out of it. And so that reaction is all of that coming out at a time where everybody's watching and it's just like this perfect storm and it just happens like, you know, there's no chance he thought that bad. I mean, I heard him say afterward, like, it's just he didn't think he'd be, you know, pulling that one out. It just kind of happened. Um, but that's what all that is. And it's got to feel great. Like, so awesome. nobody had to be more geeked from that performance than him and probably second place from Max Drews. It's so awesome. Now, right now, Tyler Hero has not been cleared as of right, right now. If he does get cleared. What do they do? And and, um, and 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 I'll add to it. Do you believe that the run that the Heat are on has had anything to do with Tyler not being in on the offense? I mean, that, that part for me is a, a pretty short no. Like, I don't think that that's the case. I, I don't think it would have been ruined if he were there. I think it would have been still just as structured, just as disciplined with just one more ball handler, one more creator. And if he was making silly or you know correctable mistakes over and over again then they just would have you know probably lessened his minutes i don't think uh it would have been something that would have cost this team to this run um and what do they do with him i think they just kind of treat it the way almost the way they treated kevin love going into this series right like they didn't play him in game one because hey what was going well at the end of that boston series we're going to see if it goes well here and you know spo said afterward he probably shouldn't have he probably could have should have gone back to what had been working over a bigger sample size and i think they've had a large enough sample size without tyler to say okay we don't need you not you know no no insult we don't need you right now and so it will i feel like they'll treat it with um you know more of an eye like balance there where as as opposed to with Kevin Love I didn't play him at all in game one I think they would if things are looking okay in the first quarter second early second quarter go ahead and play him for four or five minutes see what happens if he looks like he's you know in rhythm and, and helping the team execute great he can play kind of normal minutes um you know maybe Struce gets a couple taken away maybe Lowry gets a couple minutes taken away um and if he 
doesn't look great, then you don't even put him back in the second half. You just kind of say, all right, we, we tried that out. Let's make sure we, we you know, keep the goal being the goal, which is winning the game. And we'll try to incorporate him a little further, maybe in game four. So I think that's probably the way they're going to treat that. It's so hard because, you know, they don't have time for him to ramp up. They don't have time for him to get acclimated. It, it like, And you don't want to be in a situation where, and I don't know if this is why they lost or not, but hmm. it feels very similar to 2009 when you had the Magic and the Lakers and Jameer Nelson had been out for so long. And yeah. he came back in, for the finals and, you know, they lost in five games. Like, oh, they, should, they have not brought him back. You know, it wasn't the same. It has a little bit of a feel like that. I, I think the way you wind up treating it is, I think you give him the Mike Miller treatment if he plays, where it, we're going to throw you out there for a few minutes, yep. knock down a shot or two. All right, we'll, we'll give you some more minutes. If not, uh, that's it for tonight. I think that's the way you got to yeah. do it. I think the difference um, with the Jameer Nelson situation is just because he was a point guard and they were so point guard center pick and roll dominant that it was you know not just incorporating somebody in, it was incorporating your main ball handler who had gotten into a rhythm, et cetera. Um, and Rafer, you know, that was Ray for Austin team, right? Maybe. He is kind of more of a rhythm player. And so um, I don't think they would give Tyler those types of responsibilities. Um, the thing that I think would keep him from playing more is just the report that I, you know, read about his hand swelling up yeah. um, after workout still. And that, that would concern me because then you're just putting an extra risk factor on top of the risk factor of him not playing well. And so um, it was such a, it seemed to have happened on such a, you know, you know, not serious of a hit. Right. And so to have it still responding that way without being, you know, taking a serious fall or that kind of contact, I'd be more concerned about that than I would whether he plays poorly. Will either one of these teams be up three games to one? Oof, that's a tough one. Um, I don't think the Nuggets are going to be um, as much as, you know, I think the Heat can lose a game at home to the Nuggets. I don't think they'll lose back to back. Um, if, you know, if the Nuggets figure something out uh, in this game three, then you just kind of know Spolster will have something for the for the following game. Um, but I, I don't know if they will necessarily. I think the answer is going to be play harder and the Heat's going to pretty much be prepared for that. I don't know if that means, you know, less wide open threes and more backdoor cuts, et cetera. But um, I don't know if, you know, the Nuggets answer isn't just going to be run our stuff better, play harder on defense, and we'll win because, you know, we barely lost that game too. Uh, and we didn't really get great performances from everybody else. So uh, I think it's either 3-1 Heat where they just kind of, you know, continue to, to take advantage of their execution and their defensive abilities, or it's tied at two and going back to Denver. This is one of those scenarios where I missed the – 2-3-2 format of the finals. The first year that they changed it from that was 2014, Heat and Spurs. Yeah. They went back to this. And I always felt the 2-3-2 format, if the road team gets one of the first two games, yeah. you're in great shape because you would feel like the Heat can win two out of three straight at home, and then you're up 3-2 in the final couple games. Like, this is the scenario where I miss that 2-3-2 format. I feel like the Heat would be so golden. So you're saying it's I think it's more difficult to win three games in a row, even oh, if you very are. At home. It's very difficult. But if you got a split in the first two, you'd feel great that you could win two out of three now at home and, and you're up three two to, to 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 go back for the final two games. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. 
maybe. I, I, I kind of like this situation. I kind of like, hey, you split the first two and you only have to win two in a row to maintain the home court edge. And then you're immediately putting pressure on the home team in game five. Uh, but I mean, I guess it just depends on how you see it. And they're not going back to two, three, two. So they're definitely not going back to two, three, <laughs> two. Uh, do, do you do you have any concern with Jimmy's performance through the two games? You know, uh, it, I guess th- there's concern where is he fatigued by this time of year? His legs, that whole deal, obviously having the extra day leading up to tonight is 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 a good thing. But he was. He was playoff Jimmy in the fourth quarter. And like, what do you have? 10 points, I think it was, in the fourth quarter of game two. Yeah. Look, you know, three-pointer in the corner, three-point playoff, a runner, another jumper, couple free throws. Are you concerned at all with him so far these two games? So, yes and no. I, was, I wasn't until I saw him come back in the fourth quarter and he just looked like he was obviously limping and, and from, you know, from sitting for a while. And so it made me wonder if he was – um, playing that calculated style because he physically couldn't do it if they needed him to to you know to be the forty point ten rebound guy, but you know looking back, let's just say he hadn't been limping, right? I would argue that he was playing that, that style because it was working, and bec- and when they needed him to sort of seal the deal, if you will, with the pressure shots, he he did that. He got the end one and he got the three pointer, and so um, I'm not sure if he is incapable of doing that because of what seems to be that lingering ankle injury because there's other times where he is, you know, aggressive and leaping and getting to the rim. He's just not looking for the shot because there's either help there or he's just not seeing it. Um, But he doesn't look like he's not getting off the ground comfortably. Then he looks okay. Um, You know, uh, there's an image of him floating around defending that last shot from Jamal Murray, but it's a still frame image. I don't know if he was, and he also could have been being very careful not to foul because if you jump too aggressively, uh, you might foul a shooter there. So um, I guess that's a long way of saying I'm not sure if he is fully healthy. I don't think so based on the limp in that fourth quarter. You think quarter. he might be pacing himself for the fourth quarter of these games? I think he still believes he's got a burst in him. And when it's necessary, he'll utilize it. Yeah. 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 That's what it sounds like. Uh, hey, man. So tonight, the Heat go up 2-1. I mean, I know you said you think there's a better chance of the Heat going up 3-1 than the other way around for sure. You don't see the Nuggets yeah. going up 3-1. Uh, are the Heat taking a series lead tonight? I think so. And I think the game six experience uh, from the Celtics series is probably the driving force there for Spo. Just Yeah, they lost know, two in a row at home. Don't, right. But just that feeling in particular, like don't recreate that, at least not right off the bat. Like make sure that you have uh, that feeling uh, out of your system and not sort of let it linger. And then, you know, you really don't know how a team can respond. Denver could be a championship-type team, or Nikola Jokic could dominate a game from start to finish, and there might not be much that he can do about that. So I would say that would be probably more likely as a scenario in Game 4. So I think the Heat, uh, I do think the Heat go up 2-1. to one. I think we're getting an all-time great crowd tonight. We haven't hosted a finals game in nine years and and this team's got a it, it, there's a different feel to it because we got that underdog story to it. The whole thing is so unlikely. I, I think we're getting an all time Miami Heat crowd tonight. And let me add this part because I you know doing this podcast four years of Heat uh, that goes through the four years that LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Blake oh, played cool. together down here. Um, there's three episodes out already, by the way. Okay, uh, cool. iHeart Radio and the NBA and wherever you get podcasts. Um, 
what I've learned is like how much the people who played in those finals and against the Heat in those playoff runs loved the atmosphere in Miami. Like they absolutely talk about it in a glowing way that, you know, some of the memories for them were obviously bad, but when they did, you know, uh, go in there and win, like, you know, the Spurs did a couple of times, it's, they loved the atmosphere and they'll, it's, it's hard for them to forget the image of the all white and, you know, the seven nation army. And, you know, now it would be Pepa's if that was the case, like all those things, like those things have lingered now for a while in the minds of, you know, retired NBA players, you know, they probably current NBA players think about that and they see those images. So the idea that Miami is like this weak basketball oh, town nonsense. or this weak basketball Such arena nonsense. or an easy place to go win, like it's it's kind of crazy because it's been different for a while now. So so what is each episode on this show that you're doing now? Like you focus on a specific game? What like what do you do? So it's basically taking you through the entire four years. And so, you know, there's highlights to each year. So break it down to within an eight episode stretch and Episode three takes you through the loss to the Mavericks uh, in the 2011 finals. And then that game two uh, lost that year. Game two in the finals, I think, is the worst loss in Heat history because yeah. they, go, they go up 2 0 there. They also won game three. Like, I, I think it's the worst loss in Heat history. And you know what Brendan Haywood says? And actually, all the, uh, the Mavericks say it was the reason why they came back because the because shadow boxing. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I, I, and they like legitimately said that. I mean, it, then, lo- it looks bad, you know, in, right. in hindsight, so it looks bad. It, it's one of those. And like, you know, the, the fake coughing thing, like yeah. the, the, that, that actually like drove that team. Like they, they talked about it. Uh, Jason Terry was so angry and he yeah. went nuts for the rest of that series. And so, you know, those little things. It's part of like sports mythology, whatever. But, you know, if they make that much of a difference to an already, you know, motivated and great team, like, yeah, they kind of matter. But, yeah, it's, it just kind of takes you through the entire time. And then episode four, you know, I think it's next week. And who do you have scheduled to come on? Who else you got scheduled? Oh, no, to it's not. You? It's already it's already done. It's already uh, recorded in the can. Oh, OK, it's so who are some of the highlights, guys, that you were able to see? Uh, Ray Allen, Udonis Haslam, Shane Battier, Mario Chalmers, Joakim Noah. Um what? Oh, okay, okay. Matt no, I was Bonner. Say, I joke him, Noah, but obviously, okay. Yeah, come on, man. Well, I was only thinking about the finals, which, of course, it's not only about the finals; uh, no, it's about the whole no. four years. Right, that's right, that's why right. I said that. Uh, Rachel Nichols, Tim Reynolds, uh, Dan Levitard, Jim Gray, uh, just a lot of people who've been in and around. How uh, come no one's written a book about those four years? Oh, I don't know. I, what, I mean, my wouldn't that be would a be... good book? Yeah, but my guess would be a lot of the access to Dwayne, Chris, and and LeBron is limited because they're going to be doing their own projects, which is probably why they didn't come on mine. It was, so, oh, it was a dozen know. years ago. Like, one of these projects coming out. Well, I mean, LeBron just needs to retire already, and then they'll probably start working on those. All right. Tell everyone again how they can catch the that series. Uh, it's called Four Years of Heat, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. It's with iHeartRadio. It's with the NBA. Uh, so far, three episodes out. Um, I believe next week we're dropping two episodes and the week after that, another two. Uh, but yeah, it goes like uh, the 10 year anniversary of that Ray Allen shot is this this month. And yeah. that's absolutely crazy to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, DJ Khaled is in every episode, too. If you want to understand, you have to listen. <laughs> uh, great job, Israel. Thanks for hanging out with us today, man. Tonight's gonna be a lot of fun. Yep, definitely. Great job by Israel Gutierrez as we lead up to tonight's game three heat and nuggets. I feel really good. 
like you heard there, it looks like Tyler Hero is not going to play tonight. But I think the Heat fans still feels great. I think the Heat fans are a little scared what happens if slash when Tyler Hero returns. Anyway, of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are presented to us by the official beer of the show. And that, of course, is Johnny Cuba. Let me tell you guys about Brunt Insurance. I want to tell you guys about Brunt Insurance because you don't want to be worried. God forbid something happens, weather, whatever damage hits your home, how are you going to pay for that? That's why you need homeowner's insurance. Now you got to figure out where to go. Well, I'm sending you to the same place I've been going for about 10 years now. I get my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. You You buy a new home, you say, okay, now I need insurance. Let me go online and just search homeowner's insurance. That's a terrible way to go about doing it. The market is super confusing. You need to get an insurance agency that knows exactly what type of coverage you need and knows exactly where you're calling from. Well, Brunt Insurance from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. We're talking number one insurance agency in all of Florida. Top five in the country. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes not just in home, auto, life insurance, a whole lot more. You could check them out on social media. But like I said, I don't need to ever go anywhere else for my insurance at home. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance with Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. I know I'm taken care of. They know exactly what I need. If you're looking for affordable care that also offers the best coverage for not just your home, your automobile, motorcycle, boat, renter's insurance, you're in a condo. Yeah, Brunt Insurance is going to cover it all. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, Maybe that's a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. I have no idea. But the guys at Water Cleanup of Florida, yeah, they can tell you. 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, they'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Sad news today. Just found out the Iron Sheik, former WWF champion, the Iron Sheik, Sheiky Baby, passed away at 81 years old. Iron Sheik, like I said, former WWF champion. He had the title that Hulk Hogan then won. That's right. Back in Madison Square Garden, we're talking before WrestleMania 1, Hulk Hogan beat the Iron Sheik to win his first WWF championship. And of course, the rest is history. The Iron Sheik was the champion. I think he beat Bob Backlund for the belt. But then, of course, handed it, passed it over as he lost to Hulk Hogan. So, RIP, all-time great WWE Hall of Famer. Of course, he was also Colonel Must- he was Colonel Mustafa or General Adnan? Huh, good question. I think he was Colonel Mustafa, that's right. When he, was, he had the Iraqi, the Gulf War angle with Sergeant Slaughter and General Adnan and Colonel Mustafa. Iron Sheik also played Colonel Mustafa. But, of course, everybody knows him as Sheiky Baby. RIP, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr? This is in reaction to the Heat's Game 2 win in Denver. Here he was on Draymond Green's podcast. None of those guys on Miami are, are, are sitting there saying, well, I didn't play, or man, they put in so-and-so. Like They're just all about winning. And, and you know this from, from our, our groups that we've had. When, when, you, when you have that championship mentality, 
every guy's bought in. Every guy's just trying to win. Nobody, nobody cares about any of that stuff. You don't go into the locker room, you know, saying, "Well, I should have played more." You just, you just want to win, and that's the beauty of finding that magic when you have a championship team. Is that everybody's bought in, and it makes the decisions for the coach、um, really simple. You just go with, go with your gut, and go with whoever's playing. Yeah,、with. that's a big deal because he's right. You know, that's that's the only way this kind of thing works is if. Everyone plays for their teammates. There's no jealousy. No one's angry about playing time, and that's hard. That is rare to come by. And I also think, by the way, I think that's a little bit of a shot there at his own team and why it did not work for them this year. So Steve Kerr there on the Miami Heat, selfless. Yeah, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? So former University of Miami Lady Canes basketball stars, the Cavender twins, Haley and Hannah Cavender. You know they finished their collegiate basketball career. They are moving on. They have been WWE NIL athletes for a little while now. And I told you when they left the Canes, they're going to pop up in WWE. I think they're going to be the new Bellas. Like I think they're going to be the new Bella Twins. And last night they had a very soft debut on WWE NXT. Thea Hale won a women's battle royal. All the women came out and celebrated with her. And lifting Thea Hale up on their shoulders were the Cavender twins. I know they put out a bunch of stuff on social media saying our debut, the performance center, we're here. Now they're not going to be on TV in any kind of real capacity anytime soon, as far as matches or whatever. But yeah, they're definitely training, and they are definitely going to be a big deal in WWE. So I'm going big deal, Cavender twins. All right, big deal or not a big deal. So after the NBA Finals, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp rocked the media world with news that he has agreed to a buyout with FS1, and he is leaving Skip Bayless and Undisputed after the NBA Finals. And a name that has popped up as a potential replacement and who is going to get a long look is Joy Tate, one of Joy Taylor's co-hosts on Speak, Lashawn McCoy. Now, I think this is a big deal because I don't believe this would be a good move for Lashawn McCoy. I, it, it would, like, I think Lashawn McCoy is a pretty cush gig right now. Yes, I'm sure he would get a nice pay bump, but I'm sure Lashawn McCoy gets paid really well right now. He's got a cush gig. That job is super hard. Debating Skip Bayless every day. There's a ton of work, a ton of prep that goes into that. I I don't think that gig is I don't think that gig is for him. I think this would be a bad move for Lashawn McCoy, so I'm going big deal. That that's that's news. Finally, big deal or not a big deal? You want to talk about news? How about this? So Damian Lillard was on. I don't know what the show was on. It was on Showtime though, and he was asked here about all these trade rumors going into next season. Damian Lillard is going to be traded to the Knicks. Damian Lillard is going to be traded to the Heat. Damian Lillard should be traded to the Celtics. Damian Lillard's going to be traded to the Nets. If one of those trades went went through, out of those teams, which one would you be like? Ah,、eh, that's not too bad. <laughs> Miami, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Miami is the obvious one, and Bam is my dog. Bam is my dog for real. But I mean, I think Miami the obvious one. Brooklyn is obvious one is another obvious one because Mikael Bridges is my dog too. So I mean, and both and both are you know capable. 
Alright, I'm believe it or not, I'm going not a big deal. I I can't be focused. I know that's making headlines today. I am not focused on what the Heat or anyone else is gonna do in the offseason. I'm focused on trying to win a championship right now. I'm focused on game three tonight. So this may surprise you. Now, would that be something I'd be interested to talk about after the finals? Yes. But right now, I, I can't focus on that. It's not on my radar. So I'm going Damian Lillard talk about the Heat. Not a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, they'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! What a show today! I hope everyone's ready for tonight for the start of four straight nights. Championship games being hosted here in South Florida. A stretch like never before. The Heat tonight with a chance to get one step closer to the ultimate goal and the biggest shocker of an underdog story in the history of the NBA. I'm so excited. That crowd is going to be so lit. Thanks to everyone who hung out with us today. I hope you're all excited. I hope we're all excited at the end of tonight. And then, of course, tomorrow morning, we'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.